0: the Matt Wyatt show. He's Radio Wyatt.
1: Well, I'm going to go to college. I'll just play football.
2: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hour number two of the show has begun. I'm Matt, live in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast and friendly service. That's what you get at Farm Bureau. You get to deal with somebody one-on-one who's right here at home. Most likely, well, most definitely right there in your home county. Most times from right there in your home county. And that's uh, the way you want to do business when it comes to insurance. It's really kind of how you want to do business when it comes to anything. You know, I also tell you about C Spire. Staying connected to you here on the show around the clock, uploading podcasts and recording interviews and doing videos and all that kind of stuff and tweeting back and forth and staying connected because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire, a Mississippi company. They're right here at home. We drive by their home offices all the time, right? You look around the state of Mississippi, you see that C Spire truck driving out there to put up some fiber. You know, it's somebody locally who has that job. And, you know, I notice a lot of times when, as in any business, every now and then, there will be something will happen, you know, and when you're a company like C Spire, you get big towers up everywhere. There may be a storm that comes through and knocks down some lines or damages a tower, you know, and I've noticed at times, you know, a, a customer may tweet. If you follow C Spire on Twitter, you'll see this. Somebody Tweets and says, hey, I'm having an issue. Somebody, Not an automated response. Some individual person who's working locally responds to that person on Twitter and says, hey, I'm sorry you're having an issue. Direct message me. And we'll get this figured out. You don't get that with other companies. You just don't get it. It's one of the things I'm proud of C for. All right. Uh, hour number two is underway. Coming up in just a bit, we're going to chat with Bart Gregory. Bart and I are scheduled to be in the broadcast booth tonight for Mississippi State midweek baseball before they hit the road to go to Arkansas. That's going to be a heck of a series up there. Like I was telling you, that's uh, state is they're atop the West, tied for atop the league with Georgia at ten and five. They got the best overall record. State does at thirty-one and six in the SEC. They're on a five game win streak right now. But in the Western Division, but really overall too, Arkansas is just a game back. They're nine and six. And they were working on getting swept at Vanderbilt this past weekend. Vandy it was in Nashville. Vandy won the first game between two teams three to two on Friday. Then they won game two easily twelve to two. In game three, Arkansas was able to salvage. And uh, salvaged it. 14-12. to 12. Heck of a game. How about that? 26 combined runs. And so Vandy um, dropped that one. Arkansas able to get one win out of there, so it puts him at 9-6 and six in uh, conference play this year. So if you look, Arkansas is 26-10, 9-6 in the SEC. A&M is nine and five and one. There's a tie in there. Apparently, it was with Missouri. I missed that somewhere. It got rained out, but it counted as a tie in baseball. There's no tie in baseball. Ole Miss also nine and six, as is LSU. Auburn at eight and seven. Then you got lowly Alabama down there at four and eleven. But again, if you look, seven teams in the SEC West. And six of them are within two games of each other. Five of them are within one game of each other. (laughs) That's how tight it is. It's not that way in the East in terms of records. Georgia's 10 and 5, Vandy's 9 and 6. And then you jump on down there in the East. Missouri is a 7 and 7 and 1 team in the league. Tennessee and Florida are both 6 and 9 in the SEC. And at the bottom of the East, you have two teams at 4 and 11 in league play. That'd be South Carolina and. Kentucky at 4-11 and 11 each. Uh, everybody got winning records overall, but State's got the best overall record at 31-6. and 6. That's kind of how it stacks up. And for State, this is a tough trip. you got midweek game tonight versus Texas Southern at the new dude, Duty Noble Field. Then the road trip this weekend to Arkansas. And then next week, a week from tonight, is the governor's cup, State versus Ole Miss at Trustmark Park in Pearl. I gotta figure out a way to get down there for that. Uh that'd be a good good ballgame. At it always is. At Trustmark Park in Pearl, one week from tonight, State versus Ole Miss. You know what would be cool? What would be cool? If you did your show from down there that morning. Yeah? Think it would? We know Next. folks over there. They might, they might like that. Well, the thing about it, you know, I thought about that, Roger. But my thought was, you know, it's so early in the day prior to the game. Would anybody even be over there? You know, I bet you the uh,
0: the folks who are taking care of the grounds will be there. Yeah, I
2: agree. Hey, hey it's just an idea. I, was I on would love production to be there. Meeting. <laughs> well, I would love to be there because always, every time I go to Trustmark Park in Pearl, you know what I wind up doing every time. I wind up buying Brave's gear <laughs> every time why not you love that stuff, yeah, I do I like buy a little hat and a little shirt and bat and stuff and bring it home for my daughter you know I've done that several times um like a great great video there uh when it's kind of quiet yeah. people I know you
0: do those uh
1: yeah, those
2: I good do videos well, it would make a really neat um Scene to go out there and do kind of one of those cinematic pieces of the two fan bases there at the same time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I probably need to go, don't I? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a business
0: expense, too.
2: <laughs> Bingo. Write that sucker off for the next year, next April. <laughs> Aren't we lucky we do that? <laughs> well, we really kind of are lucky. I'm going to, I'm actually, I'm going to send a bar to text right here to call us, uh, Roger, and we'll see if he's, he may be busy. He may be really poring over his uh, game notes for tonight's game. would be the first time uh, I got screened. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. No, it certainly does. You know, that, that series, the, the Governor's Cup thing, I always kind of lose track with keeping up who's won what and what the scores were. I know the games have been really entertaining. Uh, two years ago, I remember seeing Brent Rooker hit a moonshot home run in that game. I think State won it maybe the last two. I could look it up. I think State won the last two of those. Pretty sure State won last year, didn't they? Was it a walk-off? Yeah, last year was the Governor's Cup where they had the, um, the walk-off game between the two teams. You know, and it's always so well attended. Um, dare I say that, you know, you the Mississippi Braves folks um, – they probably see that every year and then go, you know, what does it take for us to get 10,000 people in here? <laughs> or 8,000 or whatever. I think it's 8,000 is uh, maybe what that is. Yeah, I don't know how to look it up because there's a lot of, apparently there's a lot of different things around the the world that are named the Governor's Cup. Um, let's see. I think the official name, because it has a sponsor, is the Trustmark College Series. Yeah, that's what it is. But I honestly don't know how to look up and see what the uh, the records are. This year, the Governor's Cup, again, a week from tonight, Trustmark Park and Pearl, Ole Miss will serve as the home team, and they'll be in the third base dugout. That's one thing, too, everybody wants to know. This year you had Ole Miss, Southern Miss back on April 9th. Ole Miss beat the tar out of Southern Miss in that one. And it'll be Ole Miss-Mississippi State coming up on uh, uh, a week from tonight. I don't know how to look it up to see what the all-time record is in that thing. I'll see what I can find. I can find individual games, but not the whole thing. All right, moving on. Over here to the Davini Equipment phone. Davini Equipment, Madison & Jackson, your Kubota dealer, is Bart... Gregory, he'll be on the call tonight on the SEC Network Plus for Mississippi State and Texas Southern. And uh Bart, you had a you had a heck of a home run call. I saw it online. <laughs> about a piece of chicken. What 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 in the world?
1: <laughs> well, here's the deal. I was uh I was upstairs and we were talking before the game started about like when you grow up in a rural environment, you there are things that you know. It's like you don't eat the middle biscuit, and you don't eat the big piece of chicken because, quote, unquote, you got to save the big piece of chicken for daddy. Yeah. And we were just talking about those little nuances in the, in the, with the, the scribes, the writers, and uh, I said, I'll tell you what, if somebody hits a home run today, I'm going to say save the big piece of chicken for daddy. <laughs> and, it, and they were like, no, you won't. And I was like, hey, that's the worst thing you can tell me. Is no, I won't. that's how that
2: happened. It was just completely off the cuff. It was funny. Yeah. Okay. He wanted the big piece of chicken. <laughs> I like that man. I thought it was because you must have been up there eating chicken. He actively no, eating no, chicken. No,
1: no, it's just that new one. Like I said, you, you, did you know that when you get a pan of biscuits that you do not eat the, the middle, the middle biscuits. The person that cooks them, you know, the person that cooks the biscuits or the dad in the
2: family gets yeah. the middle biscuit. The you know mid- that? Middle biscuit. Well, I, you know, honestly, Bart, I think it's one of those things I I, I would never reach in there and get the middle one myself, but I'm not sure yeah. I r- realized it was a standing written rule or anything. You know, it's yes. just something you do. Yes, and
1: you don't get the big piece of chicken. You save
2: the big <laughs> piece of chicken for daddy. I, 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 I'm getting that big piece of chicken myself. I, You know, <laughs> I'm a big old boy. You know, and, and here's the other thing, Bart, it reminded me of that Jerry Clower story about all the Ledbetter brothers. sitting. There were six brothers sitting around a table yeah. and eating supper, and they looked up, and there was only one piece of chicken left in the middle of the table.
1: Somebody was about to bite.
2: Yeah, and what happened is <laughs> with the six brothers, lightning struck outside. It knocked the power out at the house and got dark, and all of a sudden, they heard somebody let out this blood-curdling scream. And the lights came back on, and there was Marcel Ledbetter with five forks stuck in the back of his hand. <laughs> they reached exactly. with, they reach for exactly. the with their fork for the chicken, and he went with the bare hand, and that was a bad decision. <laughs> all right, so uh, State's playing good baseball. You just called the th- the games this weekend that ended in a sweep. Um. They're much better than Alabama. State played well. Alabama did not. That's why they dominated the series. It really was not close. So, and, and right now, halfway point of the SEC season, State is sitting there at the top of the league. How do you feel about it, what you're seeing on the field with this team and their chances to kind of stay in that position atop the league with five weeks left?
1: Well, the thing this team has done is they've done everything they're supposed to do. I mean, you look at midweek games – They've taken care of business in all midweek games. Now, there's been some, you know, there's been some, some close games, some tightness late in games. You look at Sanford having to come from behind over there, but they've won the games they're supposed to win. And you look at this past weekend, you know, Brad Bohannon is trying to change the culture at Alabama. He's trying to get better players in the, in the program, and he's doing that. He's got 21st year players this year out of the 35 man roster, mm-hmm. but they are just not there yet. And, uh, you know, the ability to go out and get a sweep in the SEC is always tough, no matter where you play at home or away. Now, it kind of ratchets up now. you got three of the last five on the road. You go uh, to Arkansas, you go to A&M, you go to Ole Miss. You've got three big series on the road now. you got Georgia. Uh, who'll, that'll be a big-boy series in a couple weeks when you play Georgia here at home, a couple top-ten teams, and then South Carolina at home. And so yeah, I mean, you feel good. You, you feel a lot better right now when you're in first place than you do in fourth place trying to make things up. um uh, hit the ball extremely well this weekend and especially in some clutch situations and that was the big key. When when this team hits, I mean it's it's gonna be tough to beat and they hit this weekend.
2: This may put you in an odd position. I just wanna see your you know what your reaction is. Feel free to tell me I'm wrong. Not not that you would ever hesitate, but No I won't. uh Arkansas, Georgia, Texas A and M, Ole Miss, and South Carolina. The teams remaining And a really tough stretch. stretch. Did we lose Bart? Yeah, we just lost him. we get him back. And I'll tell you, if you're listening, the point I'm trying to make here uh, is, as tough a stretch as this is, it's a a murderer's row now. Road Road series Arkansas, road series A&M, road series Ole Miss, home series Georgia, and then, of course, South Carolina. But the point I'm making is that state, on paper, talent wise, is better than all of them. I want to see what. All right, we got Bart back. Bart, we lost you just for a second. The the point I was driving at is, it. I could argue, yes, as awful, it's tough a stretch as it is. Um, at Arkansas, at AM, at Ole Miss, host Georgia, host South Carolina, but State is a better team than all of those. On paper, should be not. They are more talented than all of those. What do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, hey, the league is. I mean, this <laughs> there's a fine line. I mean, mm-hmm. you may you may can make a case, yes, and, and I can see that. I can see the answer being yes. But uh, hey, when you're it's a you talk about a fine line you're walking with Georgia, who's ranked number you know number four this week. And yeah. you look at the coaches' poll; they're ranked number six. You look at Arkansas is ranked number 10. You look at A&M, he's ranked number 9. So you're talking about going to Fayetteville, going to College Station against the number 9 and number 10 team in the country. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss is number 17 in the country right now. So, yeah, I mean, when you start matching it up, you, you feel good about where you are. And, yeah, you can compete with anybody. Uh, you may have some more horses than, you know, a couple other teams. But, I, but the line... Being as uh, as thin as it is, um, you know anything. Sure, anything can
2: happen. Well, it's just like Georgia. I mean, they're ranked number two in the country, flying high. They've beaten LSU and beaten some others, and they go to Tennessee last week and struggled, lose a series. You know, and it and really, Bart, to baseball people, the way Tennessee pitches it, I'm not sure anybody was really all that surprised. Do you agree?
1: I, I completely agree. That's the thing about baseball is so different Is because in basketball, I know my starting five, and I know your starting five, and I know if I'm better than you, I'm going to go up against you and we're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in baseball, there are so many different matchups because it's, I mean, baseball is so individualized in the individual matchups. I mean, you may have McNamee seeing one guy well, and he doesn't see a guy well. And you may have Mangum who sees a guy well who doesn't see a guy well. And so it's you know it just depends on pitchers whether yeah. he's feeling good with a slider that day or he's locating his fastball. I mean that, that's the thing when you get to this level, there's a reason you're playing in the Southeastern Conference, and at any given time you can see a guy walk out there and throw a four hit shutout.
2: Yep. Bart. Uh, a little bit ago we got about three minutes left. A little bit ago I was kicking around the Governor's Cup. It's in Pearl a week from tonight. Uh, and so I, I've got the Wikipedia here, looked up the record. States won the last three. They've kind of gotten the better of it here in recent years. But I, I see that they only started playing in Pearl when they built it in 07. I guess prior to that, all of them were in Jackson at Smith-Wills going back to the 80s. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I think so. They, yeah. uh, Smith-Wills, um, you know, forever. Sure. And then um, they had some big matchups there too, you know, and then they moved over to, to Pearl and, I mean, it's a good series. It's great for the people in the metro area to to, to be able to, to come out, and and uh, it's always a pretty good atmosphere. And so, yeah, um, and yeah, that's that's the thing too. That's an RPI game for those teams. It doesn't count in the SEC standings, of course, but it does help when you get you know toward the end of the year from the RPI standpoint because it is a neutral site game against the other team who's going to be ranked in the top twenty. So. That's why it's an important game is because you're getting a quality game in the midweek.
2: Yeah. And a lot of fun for fans, you know. It
1: is. It's great. Yeah. It's,
2: it's great. It, especially, you know, uh, if you go you go Jackson South, there are a lot of those fans that don't make that trip to either Oxford or Starkville for that three game series when they face each other and they can drive on up to Pearl and just comfortably get in there and join eight thousand other folks
1: and I'll tell you what too, I mean, there are a lot of fans. Not everybody's like me and you, Matt. You know, we, we can put we can put our differences aside because we get along with everybody, but there are a lot of state fans who won't go to Oxford. There's a lot of Ole Miss fans who are not gonna come to Starkville. but yeah. they'll meet in the middle and they'll go to Jack or That's they'll it. go to Pearl. And so that that gives that gives them an opportunity as well.
2: That's right. Bart, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. I'm gonna see you at the ballpark tonight, and I just wanna say for the record that I want the big piece of chicken. <laughs> Uh, Unless I eat it first. What a big! That's it. All right, man. Thank you. See you later. All right, man. That's Bart Gregory. He did. Dustin Skelton hit a home run to left field. Like just I'm talking about, he just creamed it against Alabama. And Bart calls it. It's gone. And he wants the big piece of chicken. (laughs) I'm gonna find your audio of that and play it for you. So, thank you on Twitter. I'm Radio Wyatt. Thank you, Jared Lee Jar at Lee Jared on Twitter for the link. I clicked it here. I've got the um, the all time mark on the what is now the Governor's Cup. And thanks to Miko, who on the text line eight eight five ESPN or 885-3776, texted me and said Mississippi State leads the series twenty one to eighteen won three straight it was originally called the Mayor's Trophy started by Mayor Dale Danks in 1980 and it ended in 2006 renamed the Governor's Cup in 07 and it's been played at Trustmark Park in Pearl ever since Ole Miss won five in a row from 02 to 06 State has won three in a row and has won five of the last six and six of the last eight so State's gotten the best of it here in recent years Got to say, Governor's Cup has a little more panache, whatever they call it. I agree. Got a little more salt on it. Sure does. A
0: little meat on the bone.
2: All right. More to come in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. Back on the show. I'm Matt, live in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast and friendly service. Somebody asked a question. On the text line, for me to explain how RPI works, uh, that's from Josh on the text line. I'm assuming, Josh, that you mean college baseball. College baseball RPI. Ratings percentage index. I'm sorry. Is it ratings power index? Boyd's World says the Ratings Power Index is the official NCAA formula designed to aid the selection committee for each sport in choosing a tournament field. It's based on a combination of a team's winning percentage, their opponent's winning percentage, and their opponent's opponent's winning percentage. So it's simple. (laughs) with bonuses and penalties involved for road wins against top teams or home losses to lower-ranked teams. There's an official RPI document. I just clicked it, and now my computer has downloaded it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to look at it, because I'm on a Mac, and it's in Microsoft Word. Yeah, I got Word on this computer. Boy, this is fantastic radio, isn't it? Man, and there's that little for Mac. There's that little W. (laughs) There's that little W over there. It's just bouncing. Yeah, like it's opening, but it's taking its sweet time. Look, sounds
0: like a, a lot of macros in that document.
2: Yeah, and I would just say, here's what you need to know as a fan. Look at it this way. I don't know the exact percentage. So I'm going to give you the ballpark. Pun. A road win counts as like 1.2 road wins in the RPI formula. A home win counts like... 0.9 0.9 percent of a win not an entire win at home but then you'll factor in who today who do those wins and losses and different things come against so for instance one week from today is the governor's cup game at Trustmark park in pearl state versus old miss so both teams are looking at it this way number one it's a neutral site so the rp RPI formula is going to value a neutral site win as one full win, 1.0 neutral site. A win neutral site against a good team with a high winning percentage means you're good to go. If you played a neutral site versus a losing team, that's better than playing a a losing team at home. All, yeah, so it's so confusing. Just know this. You want to play good teams from good leagues who they're playing good teams from good leagues who their opponents are winning a lot of games. And so the SEC West, for instance, for State and Ole Miss is so competitive and all the teams are so good that you're fine. RPI is fine. You finish at the top, good overall record, you're going to host. You finish way on up there, you're going to be a national seed. That ultimately means something, but it does not mean everything, right? How far back do you have to look for an example that it doesn't mean everything? Uh, less than a year. Yes, last year, Ole Miss had the scenario that everybody wanted. They were the SEC regular season champs. They were the SEC tournament champs, and they filled their ballpark for that regional. They were a national seed. Three teams in there. They filled the park. The the Ole Miss fans in red and blue were busting that place at the seams. There weren't enough seats for everybody that wanted to get in there. You had some real high-paying donors getting all liquored up, sitting behind home plate, yelling at the umpire the whole game. Happens everywhere. It ain't just Ole Miss. (laughs) Okay? They had a blast. That's what everybody wants. You want to host, and you want to fill your ballpark. If you win as a national seed, you're going to host a, reg- a super regional, and then you need two wins to get to Omaha. That You know the whole scenario. I said, what everybody wants. But is it everything? No, it's not. Because look at State. Look at their example. Man, last year at the beginning of the year, they were bad. They were nowhere near, nowhere near a national seed. But they went to the right regional, beat Sanford and Florida State and Oklahoma, won it, got to go to a super regional on the road at Vanderbilt, Poor state fans had to go up there and endure the incessant whistling from the Vanderbilt fans. (laughs) I would never wish that lightning would strike someone. I would never. Well, I would never wish it and then not ask for forgiveness. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a
0: non-fatal, like a
2: yeah. Maybe just zap him real good, a little bit. Yeah, right. Maybe knock his teeth out, make it harder to whistle. Anyway, but State then, as a nowhere near national seed, winds up in a super regional on the road at a place like Vanderbilt with the number one recruiting classes in the country year after year, and State won it went to Omaha. That's what you want, ultimately. That's why even being a host and a national seed isn't everything, and you see those examples every year. What is everything is playing your best baseball in June. Just play your best then. I mean, last year, Ole Miss had as good a team as anybody in the country, period. It's not debatable. They didn't play their best consistently at the end of the year. I mean, even even they did win the conference tournament. They got in that regional, and that's when they just didn't quite perform their best a couple times, and Tennessee Tech did and got them. And that was a good Tennessee Tech team. It really was. They went and gave Texas fits. Anyhow, it, it's... um. It's just an example that in tournament play, anything can happen. Yes, every team in the country wants to host a regional, especially those with big fan bases and big parks. But it doesn't always mean everything in terms of getting to Omaha. Mississippi State, same example, 2016. Dakota Hudson, who, by the way, started for the St. Louis Cardinals last night. He got roughed up, only went three and two-thirds against the Brewers and uh, had a rough start. High-scoring game, Brewers won it. Anyway, but Dakota Hudson was the ace on that 2016 Mississippi State team. He was untouchable. Untouchable for most of the year. They were a loaded team that year, 2016. Loaded. Dominated their way to uh, a conference championship in the regular season. Hosting a regional. Won it. Host a super regional against a great Arizona team. We just didn't know they were great. State heavily favored. And Bobby Dahlbeck in Arizona went into Duty Noble and won two games, and that was it for State. They didn't make it to Omaha, even though they were host and national seed and set up, all that kind of stuff. and Hosted a team they were supposedly better than. Bobby Dahlbeck pitched and hit that Arizona team into Omaha. And then uh, Arizona, did Arizona play for a national championship that year, or almost they did? So, again, it's just about playing your best at the end. Yeah, you want to host – and have that experience in your home park. But it's not everything. It's just not. The truth is Omaha is everything. That's what it's all about. Well, everything's not uh, probably the right word. <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. Get to more of your texts and maybe a phone call or two. We'll see about that coming up next right here in the Farm Bureau studio. I'm Matt. Stick around. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Hey, Roger. Yes. You know how... You've got this Google Ads thing out here in the world now where, like, your browsing history and stuff, one, will lead you to certain ads that you'll see in the future, that kind of thing. Yeah, you've, you've been tagged. Yeah, you, you kind of been, get, you get you tagged. you
0: pixeled. Like, put a little thing on your computer and track it. You know, you can turn all that off in your browser.
2: Yeah, I know you can. I never really fool with yeah. it or worry with it. Yeah. But I'm confused by something I keep seeing. Okay, what I'm about to tell you, the ad, the pop-up, it's not a pop-up ad, it's like an embedded Google ad spot on a couple different web pages, but both pages that I have seen this ad pop up are on college baseball websites, okay? I've not seen this ad anywhere else. These kinds of things stick with me. You know, different people have different brains. Mine is one that remembers any and every advertisement I've ever seen, just about. It's weird. I know. I remember all of it. So this is an ad on a web page that is advertising Golden Triangle Regional Airport. Everybody know where that is? It's obvious. It's the Golden Triangle. That's the. Where is it? What's that, the? Is that in Tupelo or Columbus? That, Which part of the Triangle is it in? Yeah, that's in Columbus. Okay. It's right. right there on uh, Highway 82, just off Highway 82, between Columbus and Starkville, before you get to the Highway 45 exit. If you're headed west, Roger. It's the one that Mississippi State flies out of for every road trip and sporting events and stuff. Oh, okay. Okay, so like every road football game state ever has, if they fly, they get on the bus, they're on campus at state, they go to Golden Triangle Regional Airport in Columbus and fly out to wherever, Baton Rouge, College Station, wherever. And it's been that way forever. Uh, every time, you know, a, a team... Wins a big game. Like, 96, the team made it to the Final Four. They flew back into Golden Triangle Regional Airport, and there were thousands of fans there waiting on them. You know, this is Columbus. This is Columbus Airport. But this ad is hammering away at Ole Miss fans. It's the one I'm looking at right now. It says, Golden Triangle Regional Airport is Rebel fans' first choice for flight. (laughs) And there's the Ole Miss logo on it. Yeah, you seem like you'd respond to that. Right. Okay. But the first time I saw, okay, the website I'm on right now is warrennolan.com. On the baseball page, on the RPI rankings. The first time I saw this was about a week ago at d1baseball.com which I also go to all the time. That's where I look up records. I look up who's playing. The scores is where I follow scores. It's where I look up conference stuff. Today, when I've been quoting records to you for state and Arkansas and what Arkansas did against Vandy, all that, I'm looking all of that at D1Baseball.com. It's my go-to website for college baseball results and rankings and stats and schedules and everything. And I'm on D1Baseball.com a week ago. I see an ad. Blinking, it gets my attention, and it says, Golden Triangle Regional Airport, your one-stop shop for Ole Miss fans. Golden Triangle, Rebel fans' first choice for flight. Yeah. So when I saw it a week ago, I take a screenshot of the ad. It was on my phone on D1Baseball.com. Today I'm on a computer on Warren Nolan Baseball. And I sent it to a couple of buddies, and I said, why would the Golden Triangle Regional Airport be advertising to Ole Miss fans? I mean, it's not that I have a problem with it being a Columbus business and it being Ole Miss. That makes no sense. I I don't care about that stuff. What I'm saying is, any and every Ole Miss sports fan who is flying into Ole Miss, where are they going to fly into? Memphis. Every time, seven days out of the week, 365 days a year, They're going to choose Memphis every single time. How far of a drive is it from Memphis to Oxford? 45 minutes? That's basically what it is. What is it? Is it an hour? You hear me typing it right now? You hear that? That's what I'm doing, typing it up right now. I've got to tell you the answer. It's 81 miles, technically. You go down 55, you turn at Batesville or somewhere, and you go to Oxford. So 80 miles an hour drive. Memphis, that's where you're going. How far is it from Columbus to Oxford? How far is that drive? It's uh, 120 miles, it's two hours. So I'm just saying it doesn't make any sense. Now, when I sent the screenshot of the ad to my buddies and said, why on this D1 baseball website would I be seeing an ad? It says, Golden Triangle Regional Airport, first choice for Ole Miss fans' flights. Why would I see that? They then made fun of me, and they said, Matt, you know those ads pop up based on your recent browsing history. My, the, my buddies I sent it to are state fans, and they're yeah. accusing me of Googling a bunch of Ole Miss stuff. Well, it's not only that, because I was
0: talking to Jake about that, because we have a digital apartment here. You, you, They don't buy these advertisers don't buy particular websites they buy um you know they just buy impressions basically so they you know and and they you're all ranked according you know to filtered through different you know things like what are your interests and that kind of thing based on what they yeah. know about you as a you know from your browsing habits so right and you, you probably have been to oxford and been on your computer or your mobile phone doing something well
2: but see i always and been geotagged. well i'm sure i'm always looking up conference records uh, for for baseball basketball everything, um, there are times when I'm looking up. Let's say I'm getting ready for a show and I want to look up the um, the box score from Ole Miss versus Kentucky last weekend. Sometimes I'll go to their school website for that. It's usually you know for the show. I do the same thing for state, whatever. So you're saying that. I I understand because I'm constantly looking up sports stuff and SEC stuff related. I understand why I would get this. And I'm also constantly looking up state stuff, which would be Golden Triangle related. I I could see how I could get tagged for this ad. Yeah. But the greater purpose I'm looking at is, Roger, there's no one at the Golden Triangle Regional Airport in their right mind who is advertising themselves to Ole Miss. Or to rebel fans, they're not doing it on See, purpose. The,
0: this not the the Golden Triangle Airport is trying to buy targeted advertising, but they are dealing with somebody who is. <clears throat> yeah, or they're using a service that doesn't discriminate between. Yeah, uh, that, that's not as finely tuned. Okay, you know. So, but like when I'm on YouTube here, I'm all of a sudden seeing a lot of stuff from Chipolo.
2: Sure, like, that's right. all
0: wasted money.
2: Wasted you know, money. Look, yeah. Johnny Reb on the text line, see what he texted? Johnny Reb says, I imagine a national digital marketing service put that package together and doesn't even know the difference. I guarantee you. And see, the thing about it is, whatever, as he says, a digital marketing, whatever digital marketing service put this together has gone so far as to put the old, the actual Ole Miss logo that is copyrighted on the ad, and they use the word rebel, but it is all a Golden Triangle Regional Airport ad. So this is a this is a great example. Look, yes, there's out on the fringe of possibility this thing of, well, it's an airport that they might want to pull Ole Miss fans to come through Columbus as opposed to them always going through Memphis. Maybe they're trying to pull their business. Maybe they are. But it ain't happening. And, and you know, so it doesn't make any sense. And so I think that's what you have. I think what you have is an example of a, a business that is here. Okay, it's local to us. It's here that in some way has money going out and tied into some digital marketing service that's not here. And it's I, I think it's spending their money erroneously. It, well you it, know, they,
0: they by being tracked they, they could have said, Look, I, we want to target people who are in this area, this area, this area, and this area often. Yeah. And you, because of your traveling, yeah fit that profile, but not the part about where it's so targeted that about the old miss thing. But yeah. you know, it something about it you must be in Oxford enough, it thinks, hey, there's a chance.
2: I hadn't been to Oxford in a long time. Several months. Yeah, I mean
0: really that I have can. You cleared read. out your cookies in a while. <laughs> Do you have those on a Mac?
2: Yeah, I don't ever clear yeah. them out. So I, I well, really you probably not. <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah.
0: Maybe I I'm should. I'm who's track tracking your your your
2: My activity? Yeah. Let them track. I'm like Roy Hobbs. Let them believe what they want to believe. I I just yeah, I got nothing to hide on that. But the thing is. Till the pins ads start popping
0: in there. I'm going to get downright indignant about that.
2: I have had those moments, though, where I'd think to myself and maybe mumble out loud, man, I need to shave. And then five minutes later, an ad for a razor pops up on my computer, you know? Hey, Siri, (laughs) zip it. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) in the world of advertising, it just makes no sense for any money to be spent like that to go... Golden Triangle Regional Airport is Rebel Fans first choice for flight. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's like one giant mistake. I just I don't know. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> it took up 10 minutes of radio. I know that much. Congrats. It's part babe. of the fun, fun part of technology like autocorrect. Yeah, fun. You saying that with like an asterisk next to it. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow, Roger. All right, man. See you.